This is Together, an Ada Bible Church podcast about the world of marriage, where we attempt to invite you to explore the ways marriage works and doesn't work. From practical ways of learning to biblical inspiration, we invite you to listen to other professionals and couples to help enrich your marriage. Here are your hosts, Samuel Jones and Dr. Kelly Bonnewell. So, hey, everybody. Uh, Thanks for joining us on Together. Uh, As we mentioned in the previous podcast, uh, we are going to really spend a lot of time this season focusing on those who are single and or dating. Uh, We don't want to just keep it to those who are married and just really believe. We want to hear what uh, single people and people who are dating, uh, what their views are on uh, relationships. And today we have the privilege, and I'm really excited, We get Samuel and I are going to interview Carmen and Luke. And uh, we know Carmen and Luke, they both serve on Ada Bible staff. And uh, so to begin, number one, welcome. Uh, but number two, uh, for both of you guys, tell us a little bit about yourself. Carmen, why don't you go first? Who are you? Hi, I'm Carmen. Um, I'm a graphic designer for Ada Bible. Um, I've been working at Ada since June of 2018, and I moved here from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, my family is is in Florida and Wisconsin and also St. Louis, so we're kind of spread out a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't have any family in West Michigan yet, but mm. yeah. <laughs> been living here and it's been pretty awesome um i have a dog named fisher and he's really cute and fun and we like to take him on walks and hang out and just be in nature all what the kind time. of dog is fisher again he is a mini aussie those are like so. the cutest dogs aren't they <laughs> yes, he's so <laughs> cute every time we take him somewhere to get groomed or anything they're just like he is so cute we want to steal him he's so cute <laughs> <laughs> So, Carmen, what are some of your uh, interests? What do you like to do with your free time other than play with Fisher? Uh, I like to be outside, like, as as much as possible. Um, I like designing things. I I love designing um, layout spreads and and printable things. Um, I like to design the sermons for the pastors for the weekend. Um, Other than that... Trying to think of what else I like to do besides <laughs> no, like watch good. TV. No, that's good. <laughs> do you have a favorite television show? Oh my god! How did you? I know. I honestly, we like New Girl. Okay. Um, what else have we watched recently that we like? That's not like too risque. <laughs> 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 well, let's let's like, keep it PG. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Lasso. Oh pretty, yes, okay. we love Ted Lasso. Oh, I love Ted Apple, Lasso. That's an Apple Plus show, right? It makes me so yeah. happy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, He's Ted Lasso so is a great show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> great show. Awesome. <laughs> Luke, who are you? Yeah, my name is Luke, and I am a project coordinator. Actually, project manager now. Uh, Title recently changed. Awesome. Um, Look at that. At Ada Bible. Yeah. I've been here for about three years and um, originally from the east side of the state. A lot of my family is still over uh, in Flint, Detroit areas and uh, came out here for school in 2011. I studied advertising and marketing communications at Grand Valley and graduated in 2015 
and just decided that I liked the west side of the state a little bit better than the east side. Um, I do miss my family, but I get to see them pretty regularly, so it it all works out. But um, yeah, that's a little bit of my background. Cool. So Samuel, we got two Lakers in the room. Oh, this is great. You yeah. know, what do we say? Anchor up, right? Anchor up. <laughs> Anchor up. Yeah, yeah, go Lakers. Yeah, go Lakers. <laughs> hey, um, you know, it's, uh, whenever I see my fellow Lakers in the room, you know, I'm always super excited about your college experience, your life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, you know, it's kind of on the spur question. What was your favorite experience of college, you know, uh, at, at Laker Town, Allendale, Michigan? <laughs> USA. Probably graduation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that was like <laughs> I bet. that was a huge moment, uh, milestone. Just accomplishing, um, you know, all that hard work goes into you know group projects and tests, exams, midterms, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did make a lot of friends, but I think for me the 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 biggest moment was being able just to say that I was, you know, I made it through. I did my best. Um, you know, a lot of the friendships and and memories I will carry through, but. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, nothing but love for, for Grand Valley or Allendale or any, anything Grand Rapids effect. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. great school. Nice. My son graduated nice. from there as well, So, and he had a great experience. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So with that being said, you know, you went to Grand Valley, you both work at Ada, but somewhere along the way, you decided that, hey, I like this person across the room from me right now. Right. Tell us, tell us the story of how you approached each other, because this, this is, I'm, this is getting ready to get into the juicy stuff. You know, how did you all get a chance to meet each other? What drew drew you two to together? Okay, I can go. (laughs) Um, Well, like I said, I moved here in 2018 and I started working at Ada almost like the same time as Luke. And I remember when I first met Luke, he said, (laughs) He said, like, oh, I'm new, too. We can be new together. And so that always stuck with me, like, throughout the years. Um, I was dating somebody else at the time for a while, actually. Like, And so I didn't realize, like, it took me a while to realize that that relationship was, like, really unhealthy. And I think Luke helped me to realize that over time because we became really good friends in the years that we worked at Ada, like, he could just always tell when I was upset or if something was wrong and pretty much nobody else could could tell except for him. And like I knew he was a really good friend in that way and I could see how he cared for others around him and it was really important to me. And I don't know, just seeing him like be himself just made me realize that like the relationship I was in was just unhealthy and like I just felt like I deserved better. Um but yeah, I saw the better in Luke too. And I don't know, it, it, I didn't want to admit it for a while. Like it took me a while to admit it because I was trying to figure out my relationship at the time. I thought that God wanted me to stay and like grow and build that relationship and forgive him for like everything that he, like all the unhealthy stuff that we went through. But then I realized that you can still forgive the person but like be happy and move on without an unhealthy relationship so i think when i finally realized that and god gave me the confidence i was just ready to to be with luke at that point and i just realized that like just because i was in an unhealthy relationship it didn't mean that i couldn't like move forward with my life and like find somebody new and better 
um, for me. And yeah, I just, I think that us being friends really built our relationship up into something like super, super special and just mm -hmm. like one of a kind because I, I don't think we would be so good and close and healthy together um, if it weren't for just like our friendship foundation and just like growing in God together. But yeah. Carmen, how long uh, how long were you and Luke friends before like you officially started dating? We had been friends for a while. Uh, we started dating in March of 2020, so like right when <laughs> COVID was a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, we had been friends for a couple of years at that point. And yeah, and since we spent like practically every day together at work, we pretty we became pretty close as friends because because we were just with each other all the time and we always worked with each other. And so we knew what made each other mad and what made each other happy. And so we just were, we were a good like working team. And I think that really made me realize too, like that we could grow together and like be something more than friends because we had already grown like together as friends. So yeah, I don't know. I just, mm. yeah. Luke, what's your perspective on all of that? <laughs> What's your what's your side of the story? <laughs> um, for me, uh, it kind of started a few years before I met Carmen and started working at Ada. I began uh, praying just for wisdom in pursuing relationships. Um, I, after a relationship I had in college, um, I just decided that I wanted to find um, you know someone that I fit better with on a deeper level. Um, and so I just decided that I was going to be very intentional about who I was talking to, who I was, um, you know, pursuing. And um, when I did begin to start working at Ada, I um, met Carmen, obviously, and that prayer kind of shifted more specifically to, um, you know, how how this new job and this new friendship could um you know how, how it could play out i was still asking for wisdom on on what to do and, and the things to say um you know with any new um job or relationship you you always have that apprehension and there's there's things to learn there too but i really think that um spending the time as as friends for a year and a half really did lay a, a, a firm foundation for us to move forward into dating um, just like Carmen said, we we worked very closely, many different projects. Um, we're on the same team, collaborating, you know, on a day to day basis. So it was it was really um, just a good experience to see how she responded to stress, mm -hmm. um, mm. what made her happy, what kind of got under her skin. Um, you know, just kind of who Carmen was. I think that really helped. Yeah, that's so that's really important because I hear you two kind of kind of hitting on two key ideas. One being, you know, it's really important to recognize if you're not in a good relationship, if you're not in a healthy mm -hmm. relationship. But then there's also this point of, hey, it's definitely positively okay to start as friends and mm -hmm. see where friendship or one of Kelly's words, phileo type of love goes with the thing, you know, and when you think about the city of Philadelphia, a city of brotherly love, um, this friendship type of, you know, love and, and for you all, your story so far from what you've shared is about, Hey, we started as friends and, and, in that, that drew us to a place of, Hmm, I wonder what it would be like to date mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. And I think that that is so important because 
when you're navigating any type of relationship, when you're navigating any type of potential, you know, love interest, you know, there's some things that you want to check off on the list. And another thing that you said, uh, Luke, that uh, I really like is this aspect of you sought wisdom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The importance of faith, which we'll talk about a little bit in this podcast as well, is, is this aspect of I need to go to the Lord or maybe even those who are seeking the Lord to ask God to be like, is this my time? Is this my season? Is this something that I really want to get into? And seeking God first in that, which is Matthew 6 and 33, is so important in that. So I love that you all did that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On that note, so another thing that Samuel and I really firmly believe for those who are single is that you have to have an idea. And Luke, you brought this up. Uh, you have to have an idea of the type of person you want to be with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, a list that we've kind of gone over is, and it starts top to down, uh, first and foremost, is that person, does that person authentically have a relationship with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Number two, are they emotionally, spiritually, relationally healthy, healthy and moving in that direction? Uh, another one might be, do they want to do something important in their life? You know, so those are just a few. What were uh, just maybe one or two, uh, Carmen, you go first. What was something that was on your list? And obviously, uh, obviously Luke has fulfilled that, that yeah. checked off that box. Yeah. Um, I just think I wanted somebody who was understanding of like who I was and, I don't know. I I don't like feeling misunderstood or judged by the person that I'm with. Obviously, nobody does. So I think it was really important for whoever I was with to um, just like fully know me and like understand who I am and why I do things that I do and whatnot. Um, I just I also it's so important to me like um, that my significant other um cares for my friends as well and in previous relationships i have been like cut off from them but with luke we hang out with our friends a lot which i think just like brings us even closer because like our friends tell a lot about who we are Mm -hmm. and so i think just being able to hang around friends without like you know being rude or anything Mm -hmm. just like the way that he cares for others was just like right at the top of my list like i could tell who he was and like how nice he was and he's very humble about his kindness too so it's not like he was really out there and like he was out he always stays humble and like yeah i just think that that was really important to me to find somebody who is kind and humble and understanding but also somebody that i can laugh with and yeah, Luke Luke said in the beginning of our relationship, like that we're the same brand of weird. And so, <laughs> so I think that that's so true because we really are just like a couple of like weirdos. <laughs> in but a good way. In a good way, yeah, of course. And just like a goofy way. And yeah. I just think it's funny or fun and um, nice to be able to laugh with somebody and just, you know, Those go, are- go through all the things together. Those are really good items on a list. Yeah. Luke, what was one or two for you that was important that now you see in Carmen? Yeah. Um, as I kind of mentioned earlier, um, with other relationships, I 
didn't have as firm of a list or ideas set in my mind on what I was specifically looking for. I think it, um, for better or for worse, I kind of did the trial and error method in previous relationships. And uh, through that, you, you kind of come up with a list of what is important um, and what you're looking for. And at the top of that list for me was um, just pursuing someone that had a relationship with God that mm -hmm. was always working on, um, you know, prayer and and spending that time communicating with with God and and really, you know, dedicated their lives to to seeking Him um, over anyone else or anything else. Um, along with that, um, communication for me was really important. Just being able to have someone that I could talk to um, that would be open and honest with the way that they were feeling, um, with uh, thoughts that they were having, um, problems that they had. Um, just just having that kind of open door um, was was big for me. In other relationships, obviously, it wasn't quite as 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 developed or as um, healthy as I would have hoped for. So um, coming into this relationship, I was very keen on establishing that and making sure that we are both on the same page. And one other thing would would just be humor. You know, mm -hmm. like Carmen said, uh, we like to laugh, and we are very similar in our uh, sense of humor, I would say, and just goofing around and could kind of stay stay on the same brand. As yeah. she said. That's yeah. why you like Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely. That exactly. works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Okay. So, you know, I think it's really important that, you know, when you're, when you're, so well, let me frame this a second. So in our society, sometimes there is this emphasis put on who approaches who. Right. In regards to in regards to dating. Uh, Carmen, you decided to approach Luke. T tell, tell our listeners a little bit about that. Honestly, at the time, my life was just like crazy and I was just trying to embrace all of it. And I was praying for answers in my previous relationship. And I think a lot of that is like the reason why I discovered that I could be confident enough to tell Luke how I felt. But a lot of it was just like God giving me signs and like really just pushing me towards Luke because I wasn't sure like if he had feelings for me that way. And so I was trying not to get in my head about it, but so I would pray about it and I would ask like, I would ask God if, if the relationship I'm in is like really healthy for me and like, just give me a sign. Like I need, I need a sign to push me in like a different direction or keep me on the right path. And so, yeah, I was actually at services like the the Sunday before everything happened. And I remember Jeff Mannion saying something very short. And I was like, that's that's for me, because he said something like, maybe you're in a toxic relationship that you need to get out of. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, that feels like it's directed towards me. And it was it was so simple like what he said but i just felt like i knew at that point like i had to get out and then once i got out i real like of my re old relationship i realized like how unhealthy it was and like that i really felt set free from how awful it was <laughs> at the time and so yeah then i just like i just kept feeling god like pushing me towards luke and i was like well i'm not gonna hold back because i don't want luke to be with anybody else if i have a chance <laughs> with him so i was like i gotta scoop him up as soon <laughs> as i can i'm not gonna like hold back and i know that luke is shy 
So I feel like a lot of that too, it was just like me wanting him to just speak how he felt. And so, yeah, I feel like sometimes I was almost like too pushy with it. Like I was like, come on, just tell me how you feel. Like, come on. But, come on, Luke. But at that point, like we had known each other for a while. So I just felt comfortable like bringing it up to him. And I was like, you know, this won't ruin our friendship. I told him, I was like, you know, you can take time. You don't need to like jump right into anything and think about it. Cause I know this is kind of like random, but I had been praying about it for weeks and it didn't hit me until like the week of, and then I just like had to make the decisions. Like I had to be confident and God like equipped me with confidence that I didn't have even a week before. And so I think that just, I don't know. I was just ready. I was just ready for what happens next. And I just felt like I had been even in my previous relationship, I felt like it was ending sooner than it was. And so I just was kind of thinking about other options. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I saw Luke every day and I was like, dang, I didn't know I like him like that. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just a lot of prayer and answered prayer. And yeah, once I was out of my previous relationship, it just like gave me the confidence to just like, come forward with how I felt and just be honest and open and yeah. Luke, what was your perspective on that? <laughs> that, that, that period, that moment. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was, it was important that Carmen took the first step um, just because for the extent of our friendship, she had been in a relationship. I didn't want to put her in a position mm -hmm. or have her feel any pressure. Um, you know, just coming from a coworker as a friend, I'd, you know, I knew that she was in a delicate place. And so for me, when she, when she told me how she was feeling, when we had that conversation, it, part of me was surprised. Part of me kind of felt that it was like kind of natural, like, okay, in, in certain situations, I can look back and think that she wasn't actually being mean to me. She was actually, you know, flirting <laughs> with me. But yeah, you know, being coworkers and friends first, I think that um, her making that first step signaled that she was comfortable, um, that she did want um, me to be honest with her and like how I was feeling. And that kind of just opened the door to, to an open conversation about where we were at. And um, it did, you know, we didn't officially start dating then and there when we had that conversation. It did take, you know, a few more weeks before we mm -hmm. um, made anything official, but... Mm -hmm. I, I think that that was a turning point in our relationship, obviously, um, just with that with that talk and just, yeah. just figuring out where we where we were both at with that. Yeah, I think part of it too was like Luke is so nice; he didn't he wouldn't want to like overstep right and into my relationship, and that's another reason why I liked him too, because I was like, well, he's never pushed like or us to have any sort of relationship besides friends. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of nervous, like thinking, oh, well, maybe he just wants to be friends then. But then I was like, I don't know. Like, I just see his kindness and I just, I don't know. I, I, I just liked that he didn't overstep and that we remained friends and that that's just what led us to today. Mm -hmm. That's really good. You know, I, I, I think it's unique. Uh, it's not always unique, but it's unique in the sense of, you both are believers. You both are followers of Jesus. You both were working together. Friendship was a, a paramount piece of who you are and are and still are. And and then you took the step of dating. 
um, maybe for some of our listeners who are, you know, their 20s or 30s and and they're working with someone, mm-hmm. you know, what what makes that distinct step uh, or that distinct, you know, next level of, of, of relationship uh, so paramount to to the goal of maybe them wanting to take that next step of, you know, I like somebody, you know, who's at my job or someone I know in my community and I'm a believer. I've had all these foundational beliefs about Jesus and about dating. Like, how do you like even do that? Carmen, Luke, you know, how do you take that next step and believe that maybe God has helped you to do it or whether you just want to take it? How do you do that? You know, maybe if you can encourage our listeners a second. Yeah. Well, um, I think kind of like how I said before, open and honest conversation. If if you're in a place where you can have that um I, I would say definitely, definitely take that, um, take that route. But also, you know, you need to be um, prayerful and, and mindful of, of the situation. You know, as as Carmen was um, saying earlier, I didn't want to, you know, overstep my my boundaries and um, and do anything that would jeopardize her relationship, um, regardless of how I felt of that relationship. So. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's it's not like a formula that works for everybody. For us, you know, we just took our time, um, just just working together, eventually developing a friendship, um, spending time with our friend group, um, our coworkers, just seeing how each other reacted and and played out in different situations and, and mm-hmm. with different people. Um, I think that was just really key, uh, just observing that and and not um, not pushing too hard. You know, if if it's God's plan. You know, I think it'll happen, and you just have to be patient and mm. trust that everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Mm, that's cool. Really good. Cool. So, uh, on that note, I have another question for you in terms of marriage, because this is what you guys are, you're dating with the thought of maybe one day we'll get married and we're trying to figure that out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not dating just to have fun. Right. Um how did your how did your parents or your family influence you on your ideas about uh, marriage and your you know a possible spouse? I can go. <laughs> I think when I was thinking about this question, um, what stood out to me most in my parents' marriage. So they've been married. They, their anniversary was actually just the other day. They've been married for twenty six years now. Um, But yeah, I think what stood out the most is just like how they honor each other behind, like when, I don't want to say behind their backs because that sounds like bad, but I mean like, I mean like they're just solid and they have grown together and um, through everything that they've been through, they, they always talk good about each other, whether it's like to them or to somebody else. And I think that's so important mm-hmm. to like honor the person, even when you're not with them, you should always honor who you're with and um, make sure that they're like, re- I just, I think, I think what I see the most in them is just like how they respect each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's super important to respect e- each other and, they respect each other's like jobs when they had jobs they're retired now both of them but yeah they they just have grown together into a really solid couple and yeah that's cool luke how about you yeah um both my parents and my grandparents um really set a, a solid 
uh, example for what uh, a good, healthy, God-centered uh, marriage looks like. Um, j- just looking back on on uh, growing up with them, <clears throat> um, kind of echoing what Carmen said, they always worked on their relationship. There was never a point where, uh, at least that I can remember, where they walked away from an argument or um, any situation that was um, causing causing tension there. They would always... Uh, try to work it out as best they could, whether that was a, a late night talk or going away for a, 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 a you know couple retreat. They were always together, um, trying to work through whatever it was that that came up, and um, they both respected each other just through and through. Um, my dad would travel a lot for business, and I just remember him um, always checking in with my mom, regardless of of what time of the day it was. He you know, he might be in Asia, uh, just mm-hmm. waking up um, mm-hmm. in the morning, and he'd you know check in, um, you know, whatever twelve hours different when when we were getting ready to go to bed. So it was just little things like that that um, they probably thought I was you know off goofing around somewhere. But I you know I remember those things and mm-hmm. just the the open and honest relationship that they had with communication and respect for each other. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really important. And and also something that I'm hearing you all say, and you said it based on your last answer of your question too, is evaluation, um, not only of your uh, your perspective on dating and your perspective of the current relationship, but also evaluation of the context of your family is really important. Like, what did you see growing up, mm-hmm. right? What did you see, you know, and how did that make your, uh, design your frame or your worldview? Mm-hmm. Because that impacts each and every one of you in terms of your individual thought process and context, but it also impacts when you take that next step mm-hmm. um, for, you know, relationship and dating. And you, like you said, look, you saw your your dad traveling and, you know, you saw how your mom was and you also saw Carmen, how your parents were mm-hmm. in terms of their uh, relationships, both healthy and unhealthy. And in those moments, you then decided that, you know, I, what I like, I'll take and what I don't like, <laughs> I'll make my own, you know, uh, decisions on those things. And so, I think that's really important. The paramount thing, though, for relationship, again, is how God helps you define what a successful relationship is. In fact, the the paramount thing is how he cements your relationship. You know, I want to ask you all this question. You know, how how did God cement you together in regards to you? And right now your dating phase. How do you feel like God has cemented you in that? Um. Well, um, I think the event or season that kind of cemented our relationship was unfortunately a um, a sad time too, uh, something that we went through together and really were able to um, get through by being together, by leaning on one another and being there to support one another. Um, last year we did have uh, a friend of ours who we both knew um, through work um, mm-hmm. m- moved back into town and we were able to spend some time with him and uh, just, you know, reconnect after he had been away for a little bit. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, having known uh, this guy, we thought pretty well. Unfortunately, there were things that we we didn't know um, the full picture. Um, and he unfortunately did pass away from some um, alcohol-related issues and that was really um a tough time you know it left a lot of unanswered questions for the both of us um just 
you know, even for his family too, we were all very broken up and just caught off guard. You know, it's not something that we were obviously expecting and um, we just didn't know really how to, how to, how to take that sudden loss. But, um, you know, through that situation and that season, I think it really, really brought us closer together. Um, we had been dating for only a few months. Yeah. Probably five or six months, yeah. I would say. And, um, it really wasn't something that, that I, I don't think we could have gotten through really separately, but it, it was really a, like a God thing that we were together and able to, to weather that storm together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we were really close with him because when we first started at Ada, it was us and then Sam and, and him, and we were all just really close. And so it was hard to lose him. He was one of the funniest people that both of us knew. And we were both really close with him, but I think when he passed, it just like gave us a new perspective of life and how valuable it is. And um, yeah, I, yeah, it, it, sometimes it takes losing someone really close before you really realize like how precious every single day is. And so I think that gave us that and it built our relationship because we were able to go through therapy together and people cared everybody at ada cared and stepped in and did things that they didn't need to do for us but they did and it was just like a game changer um just the care and love and we could see just like god moving in our life still even though things were were sad at that time but yeah there was still so much hope even though like it was a hard season we we saw a lot of love from others and it just really helped guide us through and help us grow together and solidify like what we already had. And, and I think it was important too because to be together at the time because we could talk about everything. We talked about anything and everything that we were struggling with and just like being open and honest and communicating with, with Luke was, was like helpful in in, um, processing the loss of our friend. Yeah, that's really important. Um, you know, in a, in a very significant moment like loss, you know, we all have this, you know, thing where we privately grieve, individually grieve in some way, shape or form. Sometimes that grief come out, comes out through anger. Sometimes it comes out through, you know, tears. And But it sounds like for you, it came out through drawing you two closer mm-hmm. um, in a moment that was significant. Um, and when you go through loss again, you know, you're in this moment of individually, you could isolate, right? You could individually isolate and make a plan and decide that no one cares like you care about a person. But in that moment, you know, it seems like God drew you two together and Mm -hmm. it felt, and it made you feel like, well, he really has cemented us in this moment to be together and maybe even be, you know, um, even more uh, uh, careful in how, you navigate sensitivity towards each other, mm-hmm. you know, because that seemed like that was a big piece of it um, yeah. as well. So that is um, that's an incredible story, um, mm-hmm. an incredible story to hear that and how you all navigated that and how God drew you closer um, in this. Uh, before uh, we we head to the next question, I just want to take a pause for a quick commercial, and then we'll be right back um, to continue this podcast with Luke and Carmen. 
Lifeline is a student ministry at Ada Bible Church offered from middle schoolers 6th grade all the way through high school seniors in 12th grade. Uh, They meet Wednesday night for middle school and Sunday night for high school. And the goal of Lifeline is to help students ground their sense of identity in Jesus Christ through worship, small group time, and in-depth teachings. And our goal is just to equip students for life after high school and to have mentors in their life, adults and the staff to pour into them to make them feel ready. If you want more information, go to lifelinestudents.org. This is great. So Luke and Carmen again are with us and and they just shared an incredible story that cemented their uh, relationship. And, um, you know, Kelly, I think that this is an incredible part. We didn't necessarily talk about this, but it's an incredible part of how we see singles, you know, date sometimes. We see them, you know, by all these myths. They go through all these myths, right? This mm-hmm. myths of, you know, who approaches who, right? And mm-hmm. then there's the aspects of what does love actually look like? And they go through all that, I like to say, the jungle gems of love mm-hmm. <laughs> and try to figure out what works. But in the single season, you know, you have a lot of individuals that are struggling and mm-hmm. navigating uh, issues and problems because they don't communicate. And it sounds like for you two, Luke and Carmen, you know, you had to take time to learn each other's communication style. And mm-hmm. and even something that would be maybe we could do later on is talk about, you know, your disc. Have you all taken a disc assessment at all? Do you know what that is? I did take it. Okay. I don't I'm not sure I remember what I am, though. I, I bet I could if I looked at it again. Okay. But yes. That was a while ago, though. Yeah. Personality is important in dating, too, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which we've talked on a previous podcast about. Kelly, you know, you sitting here listening to, to Luke and Carmen, any just kind of any more contextual things you want to add to the aspect of what singleness is, what it means to date in the season, uh, personality, you know, conversational, communicational tactics, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Anything that's important to mm-hmm. you in this realm? Yeah, I have two thoughts. Uh, I had a conversation with somebody just the other day who's single, and uh, he, uh, and this is going to time date the podcast, but it just is an important issue, and and he just is struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, he's alone, and he's lonely, and... Uh, uh, he has friendships, uh, some, but uh, it, in in our conversation, what we talked about the other day is, uh, you know, I just said to him, "Hey, man, everything is heavy right now." Yeah, and uh, and again, it gets back to what Luke and Carmen are talking about, and that is communicating and reaching out and trying trying new things. Mm. Uh, when it comes to the personality thing. Uh, Carmen brought up a really important thing that I sometimes talk to women about, and that is within the church, it's seen as there's like this unspoken thing that only guys should reach out <laughs> if they're interested in in a relationship. And that's just not true. Um, for example, when you're talking, I'll give you one example. When you're talking about the disc, uh, the D and the I, as a review, go back and listen to season one about the disc. Samuel and I do a very deep dive mm-hmm. in it. But if you're a D and an I, that means you're an extrovert. You're very relational. You go take what you want. You you go for it. And S and a C is more introverted, um, more cautious, uh, more quiet. And if you're a woman and you're a D and an I, uh, the guy you should be with is the S and the C, the quiet one. 
like the one who's not going to reach out. So when I'm uh, when I'm working with women in particular who who are D or I indefinitely if they're both, um, you, you might need to be the one who takes the first step. <laughs> you know, so if you're at a party and you see somebody that you're intrigued by after listening to some conversation, it might be you who has to say, hey, you want to go out for coffee? Because it might take a year for that guy to say, hey, do you want to go out for coffee? Mm -hmm. I don't have that patience sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So I do. I think that's an important thing that, uh, you know, that what we think is true maybe isn't always true. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, final question for, for today. And, uh, and I leave this for both of you. If you all were, you know, again, talking and you are talking to our listeners, um, maybe someone's right on that verge of like, I need to ask, you know, I need to uh, approach this person. Um, or maybe people are dating and they're going they're they're potentially preparing for marriage. Um, but they're struggling on taking the next step. What kind of just encouragement would you give um, either of those populations that are looking to date or are dating, maybe getting ready to take that step towards marriage? Yeah, I think above all, um, just be honest with God about it. You know, take it to the take it to the Lord uh, in prayer and just be patient. I think um, you. A lot of times you feel pressure just from the world around you to to be in a relationship, to be um, outwardly happy and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, not taking the time to build your inner self before putting yourself out there. So I really think that the patience aspect, the, the prayer aspect, and, and, just, and just being open, you know, um, to whatever God might have, whatever that, that journey looks like. Um, Again, it's going to look different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So just hang in there. Um, it does. It does get better, and just um, just stay open. Yeah. Um, I think what I will say is ask God for signs. You know, He gives signs all the time, and sometimes it takes longer to receive a sign from God. But when you see that sign, you just know. At that point, it just, it just is solidified. Um, uh, yeah, just, just let God lead you. And um, if you're in a toxic relationship and you're not sure like what God wants from that, just like lean into it, you know, take it as an opportunity to pray and ask God if this is what I want and um, if there's anything better. Cause when it's cheesy, but it's true. If a door closes, like a million doors open for you. And so don't be caught in a relationship that's not healthy or making you happy. Um, pray and ask God for the confidence to either remove yourself from the situation or grow in that regardless of if you leave or stay in you will grow so you know just like learn from what god is showing you and yeah just i would just say lean in and just like uh pray for confidence in your day-to-day i think confidence from god really helped me and 
pushed me towards Luke. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. That's important. No, I think that's good. I think, I think one of the things that two things that you both brought up today that are absolutely crucial if you're single. Uh, Luke, you mentioned one of them, and that was you got to get yourself right first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. If you're not in a good place relationally, emotionally, mentally, uh, if you go try to connect with someone, you're probably going to connect with somebody who's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And um, that is not going to be helpful to you, and it's not going to be helpful to the other person, and you're not going to have a good relationship. Um the second thing is uh, sometimes you've got a, uh, well, another really important one is when you mention friendship. That's the thing I loved about hearing your story is it was totally based off of friendship. And the sad thing is, so for our listeners, we've talked about it before, you got three loves, agapo, which is commitment, phileo, which is friendship, Eros, which is like sexual or romantic love. Most couples start with Eros. They start a relationship by attraction or, mm-hmm. you know, um, that type of connection. And friendship is the best connection to start a relationship because that way you guys, because you mentioned it, you get to see who the real person is. Uh, like, as you mentioned, Luke, when Carmen was stressed, how did she handle it? Mm-hmm. Is that a person that you want to hang out with who doesn't handle stress well as an ex- as an opposite example? So um, we so much appreciate you guys being here and, and sharing your story with us. And, you know, we wish you all the best. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. That was great. Appreciate you all. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, sure. I Absolutely. Say, I will say, when Luke and I started dating, the song we were listening to was called The Bones, and it's a country song. And it says, um, the house won't fall if the bones are good, and that's exactly why I think friendship is so important to start a relationship with, because it just builds that firm foundation with the person, and yeah, it just creates a great foundation for you to put all your roots in and build up. Yeah. That's a great way to end, Carmen. (laughs) That's awesome. The Bones. The Bones. It's a great song. That's awesome. True message. Marin Morris. Yeah, Marin Morris. Listen to it. (laughs) That's great. Well, uh, listeners, hopefully you've enjoyed hearing Luke and Carmen uh, and their story um, about dating and friendship and keeping God first. And uh, it's been amazing to hear their story. And we appreciate them for coming on together um don't forget to join us next time um as we'll be navigating more about toxic relationships and abuse in marriage and uh we look forward to hearing you don't forget to rate our podcast as well as subscribe and leave us some comments um and if you're looking for further resources on dating there's a great one that's called boundaries and dating by henry cloud and john townsend um they are great authors they have the whole boundaries series so if you're looking for more information on boundaries and dating check that book out it's available on amazon and barnes and noble and all the places so uh, check it out and we'll see you next time thanks for listening to together we hope that you've learned a thing or two if you find the podcast helpful please go to apple Podcasts, spotify or whatever your listening platform is and give us a five-star rating If you'd like more information on Ada Bible Church and its ministries or someone to pray or dialogue with about your marriage, go online and check out our website at adabible.org.